3: One year and one week ago, on February 17th, 2022, I warned this Council that Russia was planning to invade Ukraine. I said that Russia would manufacture a pretext and then use missiles, tanks, soldiers, cyber attacks to strike pre-identified targets, including Kyiv, with the aim of toppling Ukraine's democratically elected government, Russia's representative, The same representative who will speak today called these, and I quote, groundless accusations. Seven days later, on February 24th, 2022, Russia launched its full-scale invasion. Due to fierce resistance by Ukraine's defenders, President Putin failed in his primary objective to conquer Ukraine, end its existence as an independent country, and absorb it into Russia. Then he dusted off his Crimea playbook from 2014. He called snap referenda in four occupied parts of Ukraine, deported Ukrainians, busted in Russians, held sham votes at gunpoint, and then manipulated the results to claim near-unanimous support for joining the Russian Federation. When President Putin couldn't break the Ukrainian military, he intensified efforts to break Ukrainian spirit. Over the last year, Russia has killed tens of thousands of Ukrainian men, women, and children, uprooted more than 13 million people from their homes, destroyed more than half of the country's energy grid, bombed more than 700 hospitals, 2,600 schools, and abducted at least 6,000 Ukrainian children, some as young as four months old, and relocated them to Russia. And yet. The spirit of the Ukrainians remains unbroken. If anything, it's stronger than ever. Here we are sadly facing a full year of war
4: and I don't think anybody realized uh, at the beginning that that we would be here. Uh, The American people, uh, they know what it's like to fight for independence. Uh, They know how important sovereignty is and the American people always want to stand up for those kinds of values, for democracy, for freedom and for independence. Uh, And they're doing that now uh, in helping Ukraine as they fight for their very lives and for their independence. Uh, And we're absolutely working in lockstep with allies and partners to make sure that Ukraine can succeed on the battlefield so that this war can end, and the sooner it can end, uh, and the sooner that it can be a peace, a just peace that President Zelensky will support, uh, the sooner this extra pressure uh, that Mr. Putin has caused on the global economy, global food stores, uh, global oil uh, reserves,
5: that, they, that can be mitigated.
1: ...polls in the United States are suggesting that a growing number of Americans believe that the U.S. is giving too much support to Ukraine. What would your message be on the anniversary to those Americans? Thank you.
5: I would like to thank the American people. I would like to thank all of the American people that are supporting Ukraine. The Congress, the President, the... TV uh, channels, the journalists, and everyone that has been supporting us. And that uh, percentage of uh, Americans, as uh, you've mentioned, is increasing. Uh, I can tell them only one thing, if they do not change their opinion, if they do not understand us, if they do not support Ukraine, they will uh, lose NATO. They will lose uh, the clout of the United States. They will lose the leadership position that they are joining in the world, uh, that they are joined for a very fair reason. And they will lose the support of the country with 40 millions of population, with millions of children. Are American children any different? different than ours? Don't Americans enjoy the, the same things uh, as we do? I don't think we're that different.
1: I kindly ask everyone to observe a minute of silence in memory of the victims of the aggression. I thank you, Mr. President.
3: The representative of the Russian Federation has asked for the floor to make a statement.
5: President, we are getting up on our feet to honor the memory of all victims of what has happened in Ukraine, starting in 2014. All of those who perished. All lives are priceless. And that is why we're rising, to honor the memory of them all.
3: I thank the representative for their statement.
1: Can you write it all?
4: So what about, Bob, uh, bonds, though? Like, If you're not looking to trade, if you're just looking for the capital preservation, and if you're looking for yield, how do those look relative to equities right now?
1: Well, there's nothing wrong with cash, right? Yeah, it's often seems a little too boring uh, for many investors. But when you think about yielding 5% in a way that is risk-free when it comes to price and gives you all that option value, to come into the market as new opportunities emerge. Cash really is the best asset in the book these days. It's just, it's not as exciting at the cocktail parties as uh, finding particular nooks and crannies in the market.
6: Just in terms of the Fed speak we've gotten today and, and in general this week, it, it continues to be, we need, we have more work to do. The Fed has more work to do in terms of inflation, uh, but that. Well, they're not ruling out the possibility of a soft landing. You take that and you factor it against the fact that we've basically seen M2 collapse. You've got this two-decade high in rates. I mean, how realistic is it to believe that we're going to get a soft landing here?
1: There will be no soft landing. And anyone who tells you that is uh, is, is, is hoping rather than looking either at the data that's coming in or at previous uh, experiences. And the reason why that is is that when we look at the data that's happened, particularly today's data, what it suggests is durable, entrenched inflation. And what that has to what has to happen in order to break that inflation is a significant tightening of monetary policy. And with that, a slowdown in the overall economy. And so soft landing uh, was a was a hope a few weeks ago, uh, a small possibility, but it's totally off the table when we see the dynamics of what's going on. The Fed will need to tighten and it will need to get that slack in the labor market in order to achieve its mandate.
0: Okay, totally off the table, a soft landing. It's Friday, twenty four February, in the year of our Lord 2023. It's the uh second anniversary of the uh I guess it's the first anniversary of the um of the uh war in Ukraine, uh, started by our sociopathic oligarchs uh or uh, sociopathic overlords as uh Ben Harnwell would say. Um, a lot there – I've got a couple of different ways we're going to break this up. I want to bring in Dr. Peter Navarro. First off, Peter, breaking news this afternoon with all this going on and everything is that China put out a 12-point peace plan last night. It, it 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 didn't look like it got to the core of the issues that I thought. And Zelensky, as soon as he heard about it, said, yeah, I'm interested in that. And today he's, I think, formally gone back and says, I want to meet with Xi. I guess he's just not it, that into uh, Biden after $200 billion and cowtowing and, and slobbering all over him. And by the way, that jerk, we're going to, we're going to, and he's a jerk. Okay. Any of these conservative ink guys are saying he's a hero. Dude, you're acting like simps. Okay. Simps. I want to cut that and play it back again. Not right yet. But Peter, tell me about it after all the cowtowing we've done, all the support we've given this guy, et cetera, Our mortal enemy. Of which we called out and said, "Hey, we think you're giving uh, you're giving um, uh, arms to uh, Russia." And let me be blunt: they've been giving non-military, non-lethal military support from the get-go. They signed a deal and agreed to a deal during the Olympics last year—a partnership that had what they said a bottomless partnership that goes all the way down. Doctor Navarro, when they come out today, mm-hmm. Zelensky comes out today, says, "Yes, I want to meet with she." And you know, I would uh, even if I had to go to Beijing. What do you have to say about that, Dr. He, he, Peter Navarro?
7: He's what, what caught my ear. Maybe made sit straight up when I was looking at that, Steve. He basically threatened the United States, unless he did. He says, if you don't support us, you won't have our support. Did you catch him? <laughs> it's like, I'm thinking, who cares? Um, the game that Valinsky's playing, the game that uh, Xi Jinping and Communist China's playing, the game that Putin's playing, is that, these people are all transactionalists in a way, and, and China sees this as an opportunity, and then that way, Steve, they're no different from Henry Kissinger, back in the days when uh, Kissinger basically uh, surrendered this country uh, to China, and that, that was like the beginning of the end, and made all these deals over Vietnam, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, the Xi Jinping and his diplomats loved this kind of thing, but for Zelensky to do that, Steve, let's be clear about this, the Biden regime, he either did it uh, without telling the Biden regime or he got their permission, either way, it's bad. Because how can Biden allow this guy, who he's given so much of American taxpayer money to, to go play us uh, off against the Chinese? It, it, it just I mean, we go bad to worse. And remember this, Steve, we're in an inflation crisis. we always got to tie these two things together. We're in an inflation crisis. In part, because we've spent a ton of money that we don't have, American taxpayers don't have, funding the war in Ukraine. Okay, all that increase in defense expenditures is not U.S. expenditures, expenditures protecting this country or our borders, protecting Ukraine's borders. So th- this is a situation that will continue to spin out of control. Biden will get us closer. Uh, we talked about this yesterday with his uh, tactical nuclear weapons. It's just—I mean—it just gets worse and worse and worse. The other thing that caught my eye, Steve, was when Zelensky was thanking me, "quote journalists in America." Last time I checked, I thought journalists in America were supposed to be great yeah, news yeah, reports. Yeah. Did you catch
0: that, man? Yeah, no <laughs> like, support. No, they're no, no, hundred percent.
7: Cheerleaders,
0: hundred percent. You cheerleaders, 100%. But
7: you and I, you've got to help the posse parse this, because there's a lot that's revealed in that crap. That's when you put that there. stuff on, my friend, okay. it's a lot, lot to that. Okay.
0: there. <laughs> we know they love I'll tell you what, Thanks Peter... Hang on. No, we want to thank the TV and the journalists for their support. They're cheerleaders. Peter, hang on. We're, we're, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into the economics of it. As today, we've, it's come to the realization, which we've been telling people, there ain't no soft landing out there. Short commercial break. Back in the war room in a second.
2: It's all
5: started. Everything's begun. And you are over. We're taking down the the all through Hong Kong. We will fight till all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP.
0: Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with birch gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers and countless five star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. About
4: Bob uh, bonds, though, like if you're not looking to trade, if you're just looking for the capital preservation and if you're looking for yield, how do those look
0: relative to equities right now?
1: Well, there's nothing wrong with cash, right? It's often seems a little too boring uh, for many investors. But when you think about yielding 5% in a way that is risk-free when it comes to price and gives you all that option value to come into the market as new opportunities emerge, cash really is the best asset in the book these days. It's just it's not as exciting at the cocktail parties as uh, finding particular nooks and crannies in the market.
6: Just in terms of the Fed speak we've gotten today, and in general this week, it continues to be: we need, we have more work to do. The Fed has more work to do in terms of inflation, uh, but that they're not ruling out the possibility of a soft landing. You take that, and you factor it against the fact that we've basically seen M2 collapse. You've got this two-decade high in rates. I mean, how realistic is it to believe that we're going to get a soft landing here?
1: There will be no soft landing, and anyone who tells you that is. Uh is is hoping rather than looking either at the data that's coming in or at previous uh, experiences. And the reason why that is, is that when we look at the data that's happened, particularly today's data, what it suggests is durable, entrenched inflation. And what that has to what has to happen in order to break that inflation is a significant tightening of monetary policy, and with that, a slowdown in the overall economy. And so, soft landing uh, was a was a hope a few weeks ago, uh, a small possibility, but it's totally off the table when we see the dynamics of what's going on. The Fed will need to tighten, and it will need to grit, get that slack in the labor market in order to achieve its mandate.
0: The tightening of monetary policy, Uh, Dr. Uh, Peter Navarro, economist from Harvard and uh, President Trump's right-hand man on all things manufacturing, walk us through this week. I think it is setting into, folks, the crisis we have on fiscal policy with these massive deficits and nobody doing anything about it, and now with monetary policy. Make it make sense for us, Dr. Navarro. Sure. And that,
7: That clip sounded like you, me, and Cortez about six months ago, right? Soft landing, dead. (laughs) Okay, so two kinds of inflation uh, the Fed's worried about. One is the price inflation. The other is the wage inflation. Today, um, the Fed's been banking on at least price inflation going down, and it got ice water in the face today. Their favorite gauge, the uh, Personal uh, Consumption Expenditures Price Index, was hitting the hot. Uh, 5.4% and above expectations. So that's where that guy's pulling that out of his back pocket, uh, that, that this inflation's going away. Because that, that was the one they thought would go away. We also know that wage inflation is here to stay. It's out of control. And there, there's there's news out recently about how we've lost 2 million workers of prime age productivity to retirement, And when productivity goes down, inflation goes up. When you have fewer workers and you need them and shortages go up, wage inflation goes up. And punchline here, we've also lost at least a million or more, and I think it's closer to $2 to long COVID. People just just never recovered, and they're out of the workforce. So the wage inflation, Steve, is here to stay. The price inflation looks like it's here to stay. That means no soft landing because – The Fed's got to continue to raise interest rates. The markets reacted harshly today as they have been doing. The smart money on Wall Street has been taking money out, hand over fist, from the stock market and putting it into bonds. The way this works from a finance point of view is that higher interest rates and rate hikes from the Fed mean slower economy, lower profits, stock market falls. And the bonds... Uh, their prices go down, but their yields go up, and, and money pours into there because you get a better return. Now, what that means for the posse, okay, if if you're just a blue-collar deplorable worker, you got more of a chance of losing your job. If you're near retirement, uh, you've got a lot of chances seeing your retirement or IRAs or whatever it is go down. So this is uh, yet more... Bad news, but look, we've said this, I think, for over a year now, that this is the direction we've been going. And it's been up and down, let, let up me, and down let, but the trend is down.
0: Let, let, me, let me have, I want you to respond to this, uh, because you, you were all four years, and people understand about Navarro. I, I mean, he's a, uh, Peter's an acquired taste, okay? He's got his own way he rolls, and he's going to roll that way. But he and President Trump are very, very close. He was one of the few guys stayed for the entire four years in a productive job. I mean, he was the czar of manufacturing. Uh, He did the China deals and wanted to do bigger deals and tougher deals, but the the politics didn't allow it. But on the day of – and by the way, I think actually this date is the uh, the stolen election of 2020. So it was about 60 days before he left the White House. The 10-year treasury, which governs everybody's life, was 0.8 percent. It's almost 4 percent. Today, yeah. it's 3.9. So no, th- th- that is, that yeah. has, dest- I want everybody in this audience to understand something. And particularly if young people keep voting for Biden and all these progressives, keep voting. You know, we're trying to help you not be Russian serfs, but if you want to be Russian serfs, vote for your bondage. Vote for your slavery. It's a free country. Do what you want to do. But you're, you're destroyed. What they're doing on wage inflation, the problem they see in wage inflation are working class people. That's where they have a million illegal aliens in the job market and they want more. They want to break the back their, – their wage problem they have is not with the investment bankers, not the guys getting bonuses, not the McKinsey folks, right, although yeah. they're starting to lay those people off now. It, it, the wage inflation it, it, they're trying to break is working class and particularly bra- black and brown people. That's why there's a million one, illegal aliens that they brag yeah. about. In a thing. So, Peter, tell me about that. You've got the 10-year treasury, is, and as, as Cortez said so bravely today, it's not like going from 5 percent to 9 percent. Those percentage increases (laughs) are brutal from 0.8. Think about that, Navarre. That may be your greatest accomplishment. You and Trump, 0.8%. And in 19, before they sent the bioweapon over here, the economy was on fire. Wages were on fire. There was no inflation. That is a golden age, ladies and gentlemen. That is the work of Donald John Trump and his team. Okay? 0.8% to 3.9%, or it's 4% when I just looked. It's crushing people. The infusion of, of illegal aliens into the wage force and driving down the wages of, of blue, blue-collar folks is crushing people. It's 22 months in a row. These people are immoral, and they're inhuman about how they're trying to do this. Dr. Peter Navarro.
7: I had to laugh at our friends over at Axios uh, this week. They, they did a little uh, segment on how uh, workers have great news because their wages are going up, right? And then they got to the end of the segment, they say, "Oh, but <laughs> inflation's going up faster." So the the problem with wage inflation is that price inflation's going up faster, so real wages are going down. So the deplorables are literally taken. It in the shorts, and as President Trump said in his beautiful 2016 jobs plan speech, this is a politician made disaster. This is Biden, Buda Judge, and Pelosi. Okay, let's start with them, right? It's the it's the overspending on things we shouldn't be spending on that the taxpayers don't have the money to finance, right? So that's that's demand pull inflation. That's hot stuff. It's the supply chain inflation from mismanaging the global supply chain during the pandemic and not doing what i wanted to do and donald trump wanted to do which was to domesticate those supply chains so we wouldn't have to rely on the kindness of communist china so so there's that going on and uh, everywhere we turn uh there's just just one mistake after another by this administration and and we're I mean, Steve, we're heading towards a very dangerous path where inflation is going to look dangerous. more and more like the seventies, and we get dangerous. we get yep. what economists can't solve: stagflation, which is both recession, inflation at the same time. I can't say this enough: the Fed's the wrong tool to solve this crisis, right? Because the Fed can only solve one problem at a time. If it wants to solve recession. It lowers interest rates to stimulate the economy. If it wants to uh, solve inflation, it raises interest rates. But if you got both recession we're, and inflation, you're fighting with, yeah. you you, you your hands are tied. Whatever okay. whatever you do to solve one problem makes the other but this, worse. Okay, that's the, where we're going. Yeah. the fiscal dominance. But that. this
0: also show, this also shows. I think they understand. I don't think they care. This is why McCarthy and the guys on the appropriations—we need massive cuts now in this year's appropriation. We got to use yeah. the debt ceiling, and yeah. I'm hearing Let's that they're going to come in with the old do okey doke it. because they don't want to—they don't want to burden—they don't want to burden the 24 can, the candidate with something that's not politically palatable. No, we need to save the country. Don't worry about the 24 candidate. Trump has got big shoulders. Okay, he's got big shoulders. He'll handle. It. He's a big boy. He knows what he's doing. Okay, he's a deal guy. we got to have that debt ceiling, and I'm telling you, they're all running That's for the hills because they know the cuts got to come out of certain areas, and we need patriots and heroes. Uh, thir- Go ahead, sir.
7: That's what I just want to reemphasize that. Kevin McCarthy, this is, this is your litmus test here. And you've got one mission right now, which is to fight the debt ceiling fight, and you do not give them the debt ceiling unless you get meaningful reductions in spending full stop if you do anything short of that then you have failed your party this country and the deplorables that are going to take it the worst in that okay the billionaires are going to do just fine but that's what this is about so steve i'm so glad you brought that back to the debt ceiling because that's what this is all about now in terms of what we can do
0: Okay, Peter. I know you got to go, but you got to hang on. Short break because I'm a. Ta- I'm going to talk about the podcast on the other side. I know you got to bounce. Short commercial break. Doctor Peter Navar is with us. I'm trying to track down Boris. Uh, we're packed. We got Todd Benzman. We got Joe Allen. There is so much going on this afternoon. Market reports not good. As we told you, not good. You can't run and hide from the laws of a physical, gra- physical gravity. All next in the War Room covidtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. covidtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly 250 grand. And covidtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church or nonprofit, of this
4: story as a tale in two acts act one takes place between the november 3rd 2020 presidential election and the filing of a 1.6 billion dollar lawsuit by a voting machine company on march 26 2021 act two includes the rise of blatant never trumpism within fox after the filing of that lawsuit who exactly am i talking about here some of the big names that come to mind on the never-Trump side include Brett Baer, who made that on-air bogus Arizona call. Carl Rove, chief strategist for the globalist George W. Bush, Mitch McConnell wing of the traditional Republican Party. The Fox News anchor Canadian John Roberts, who used to constantly chide me on and off the air about my nationalistic and bi-American views the always acerbic Neil Cavuto, who I actually like, and before he parachuted off to Fox Island to CNN land, Chris Wallace, who I genuinely dislike. On the board of directors, there is also former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, who pops up constantly on the air to throw digs and darts at Donald Trump. Of course, in the executive corps, there is Suzanne Scott, who runs Fox News, and Lauren Pedersen who runs Fox Business. Here, I should note that it appears to be primarily Suzanne Scott and Lauren Pedersen who enforce the ban against televising Trump rallies and prevent pro-Trump folks like me from getting any airtime on Fox. So, here's my request, advice, and admonition all rolled up into one big ask. Until Fox News starts televising Trump rallies and until it allows legitimate pro-Trump surrogates like me and Mike Lindell and Rudy Giuliani back on their airwaves, please cut the Fox News cord. Do it today. So cut that Fox News cord and try Real America's Voice, and particularly on that Real America's Voice, Steve Bannon's War Room, John Solomon, and Charlie Kirk Show. On the print side, you can try the Drudge Alternative, citizenfreepress.com. That's citizenfreepress.com to view the daily news landscape. And of course, you should not miss the Hoff Brothers Gateway Pundit, Darren Beatty's Revolver News, or Raheem Gassam's National Pulse. And of course, my two favorite national and international newspapers are the Epoch
0: Times and Washington Times. There are, um, there are millions of people in this country that don't know that, um, President Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio, because Fox didn't cover one second of it. It's one thing to not cover rallies. They got to make decisions about that. Uh, there's another thing about not having Peter Navarro on. They got to make a decision about that, right? But not to cover, not to cover uh, the, um, the, the, the big news that came out of the forcing function that was East Palestine is not acceptable. Do you agree with that? They, they, people should know Fox has put Trump in the cooler uh, under no circumstances. And remember, Fox and the and the guys like Ken Griffin, and Paul Singer, and uh, and, and Larry Fink and Schwartzman, these guys, DeSantos is their is their weapon of choice now, but they'll go to another weapon of choice, including a Democrat. This is all in, and the Murdochs are in on this. This is no no chance of Trump back in the White House. That's their policy, and they'll use anything, including a Democrat. To do that, Peter Navarro, your thoughts?
7: Yeah, you frame that correctly. That was a legitimate news story, Trump in East Palestine, uh, because uh, it was it became a forcing function. It, it was a huge political dynamic where it forced judge and Biden to actually pay attention. So to to consciously make the decision to be run silent and deep on that at Fox News. That, that's a serious breach of journalistic ethics, and you know I would argue. Look, it's like <laughs> people, people. Hold it, smart. dude! Stop! Stop! Stop!
0: Navar 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 Navarre. You yeah. you get down to you get down to the Caribbean. You go soft on me. You just <laughs> had Zelensky thank no you just had and you picked yeah, it no, up you just had zelensky thank his tv yeah. and journalist supporters this is yeah. not, they're not journalists and fox is not journalists they all they all not. have an agenda they all have a narrative and they and they're going to they're going to grind it out. and here's their narrative anybody but trump anybody yep. anything but populism, anything but nationalism, anything but economic nationalism, America first. They want you in forever wars. It's it, so blatant it, right now. When they don't cover on. a second yeah. of the news that came out of East Palestine, yeah. Ohio, sir.
7: And people need to understand why. Like MAGA, what we represent, Steve, what we represent are peace and prosperity for the black, brown, and blue collar Americans and the deplorables. And that agenda is at odds with the globalist traditional Wall Street wing of the Republican Party, which does better when they offshore our jobs in Mexico and China and around the world and takes advantage of the sweatshops of Asia and Latin America. Now that that's, that's the agenda of Paul Ryan and Fox News and, and those folks over there. And, look, the thing is, the reason why I did this on the podcast is, People in our on our side of the fence really need to understand that Fox is not on not MAGA. Fox is not on our side. Fox hates Donald Trump. Fox News Corporation does not want Donald Trump ever to be president. And like Nancy Pelosi, they probably want him in jail. Okay, people on our side, and it, they don't know that, Steve. People in who, who are conservatives listen to your show. They they watch Fox News too, and they pro, and they think somehow Fox. Is talking their message because you know Tucker gets on there, or Sean gets on there, or whatever, and talks some of the talking points that represent MAGA. But look, it's like
0: what well, Tucker's. Well, look, T- T- Tucker's good, Jesse's good, Maria's good, they're but good. overall With the network. Said, all I'm saying is, good. look, hang, hang on, hang on. Every, 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 every opinion. Every, hang on. I know I got that, but every opinion guy, every guy, they can make they can make their choices about what they cover, and that's fine. I'm talking about hard news. Donald they J. Can. Trump going to East oh, Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. It, it drove yeah. the news cycle it not the not cover any of that is shows you yeah. the fixes in. Yeah. okay? Yeah, if, if, by, wrong, by the way, Steve. I don't care. if he covers rallies, he covers rallies, right? go ahead. You're
7: wrong yeah. about those people who have opinions on Fox being able to express any opinions they want. That's not true. They have been shut up in the podcast. I talk about the self-censorship. It's going on among a bunch of people there who are pro-Trump people, and they can't okay. say a word. They can't, talk about, they can't talk about the election. They can't talk about January 6th. They can't talk about November 3rd. They can't,
0: no, no, can't talk no. about any I'm saying of that something, stuff. I'm, okay, hang on. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm saying something yeah. different. It's their yeah. choice if they want to cover Trump or not, or with their corporate yeah. masters. they they got to figure that Correct. out. I'm just yeah. saying from a pure news perspective, the most important news hit we had this week was not not uh, Joe Biden giving away more hundreds of billions of dollars and rubbing up on uh, Zelensky, who turned on him right away and once a meeting with Xi. It is Trump going to East Palestine, Ohio. Yes. That is just flat-out yeah. news. It's driving the right. political process not to cover a second of that, not to make that part of your yes. coverage and a main part of your coverage particularly if you're a conservative network, just shows you the fix is in. They have no interest there. They are there to block Trump, and they are going to work with Ken Griffin and Steve Schwartzman and Paul Singer and Larry Fink and all the other, you know, Steve Wynn, all the other billionaire oligarchs. It's anybody but Trump, including, and wait for it, including if DeSantis doesn't work out, they'll go to somebody else, but if that doesn't work out, they will support a Democrat like they supported Hillary Clinton. They didn't support Trump in 16. They supported Hillary Clinton. And they will – I'm not saying pick Clinton this time. They will find a Democrat, whether it's Biden or somebody else, to support. Their main mission is to make sure Donald J. Trump does not get back into the White House on January 20th of 2025, which if we don't do, the country has gone. Right. I hate to be so brutally and, frank and, about it. Peter, and, and, how they get to the podcast? Pe- yep, go ahead.
7: Yeah, and, and that's why I say in the podcast, cut the Fox News cable cord until they change their tune. Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, it's the Peter Navarro Taking Back Trump's America podcast. Peter Navarro Taking Back Trump's America podcast. Let's just get, get on and listen to it. It's a seven to ten minute hit every day of the week, during the week, and uh, it, it gives you really... Deeper insight into how this machine works, Steve. And uh, they cut that fox cord, brother. Cut that fox cord. Real peanut butter. I love it. I lo- I lo- I lo- yes, yeah.
0: I love the podcast. I love the podcast. You know why? Because I'm not interrupting you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love interrupting you. <laughs> I know the audience doesn't love it, but I love it. The crosstalk. The crosstalk's you know, where the action in is. The same studio with one microphone, because that would be a fish fight. <laughs> no, okay. okay, brother, go back to the Caribbean. Go back to your. Go back to your sailboat. Okay. Brother, every day is a holiday uh, with Navarro. Yeah, every day a yeah. holiday. Every For meal a banquet. Off, yeah, <laughs>
7: <Okay. yeah. laughs>
0: Thank you, sir. I want to play, we're going to get bored, up. Let's go ahead and play. I want to play. Can we play the Zelensky thing again? I want the audience to embrace this. This is, this is a guy you've given $200 billion to. By the way, you should understand in, in your nation's capital, it's festooned. I got to use that word. It's festooned with Ukrainian flags up and down Constitutional Avenue. Is it festooned with the flags of East Palestine, Ohio, or Yuma, Arizona? No, 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 no. It's festooned with the Ukrainian flag. Let's go ahead and play Zelensky, uh, who's just not that into Biden anymore.
1: Polls in the United States are suggesting that a growing number of Americans believe that the U.S. is giving too much support to Ukraine. What would your message be on the anniversary to those Americans? Thank you.
5: I would like to thank the American people I would like to thank all of the American people that are supporting Ukraine the Congress the president the TV uh, channels the journalists and everyone that has been supporting us and that uh, percentage of uh, Americans, as uh, you've mentioned, is increasing. Uh, I can tell them only one thing: if they do not change their opinion, if they do not understand us, if they do not support Ukraine, they will uh, lose NATO, they will lose uh, the clout of the United States, they will lose the leadership position that they are joining in the world, uh, that they are joined for a very fair reason, and they will lose the support of the country with 40 millions of population, with millions of children. Are American children any different? different than ours? Don't Americans enjoy the the same things uh, as we do? I don't think we're that different.
0: Let's see if the fanboys, is is Fox going to play that nonstop? Let's see if the Conservative Inc fanboys going to play this. If you do not change, you're going to lose NATO. Okay, note to self, NATO is a vassal state. How many NATO allies actually fought the Nazis in World War II? How many? Right? How many? How many? Boris, we got you. Can you give you 30 seconds? And I'm going to hold you through the break. You just heard Zelensky telling us what our shortcomings were for not supporting him, sir.
2: Oh, yeah. Zelensky, it's great, Steve. Great for somebody from halfway around the world to tell us what we need to be doing while we've got a disaster in East Palestine, while we don't have a southern border, while we don't have a functioning economy. And we're, you know what, let's be honest, in real money, $60 trillion in debt. And who's bending to me? hopeless, pathetic Joe Biden is bending an e, and a year later, Joe Biden has done nothing, and, and, and his Democratic cohorts have done nothing but exacerbate and fuel the festering fire surrounded by nuclear reactors that is going on in the war in Ukraine. It is a disaster. I said at the beginning it was a huge mistake for Vladimir Putin. I stay with that now. It's been a mess all around. Biden is the leading contributor.
0: Boris, hang on one second. Short commercial break. Boris will join us on the other side about the meeting with Xi and Zelensky. Next. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com.
1: The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now.
0: Okay, we're going to be up uh, on Getter all weekend. You know, after the Saturday show tomorrow, we're we'll going to Oklahoma City. We're going to be doing uh, some stuff there, putting up on Getter. Make sure you download. it, It's totally free. Anybody can use it. I'm a moron. You guys are not. You'll be able to use it. You can get into all our new streams, all the contributors, uh, everybody. So it's a fantastic tool. So use the tools that we uh, we give you access to. Also, in um, this coming week at CPAC, cpacorg room, forty-seven bucks off, and it's, the tickets now are two hundred fifty dollars. We're going to have wall-to-wall contributors, guests, everything. We'll be doing live for four days. It'll be incredible. Be part of it. Be part of the energy uh, as we kick off a uh, twenty twenty-three. Uh, Boris Epstein, here's my question, and it, I can't even imagine – I mean it's incomprehensible to think this would happen to President Trump because he wouldn't allow it. After all of this bowing down and kissing Zelensky's ass, the the Chinese – and we know because the, the, the Blinken is, is threatening to release the intelligence. Everybody knows they've been giving them, quote-unquote, non-lethal military aid since the very beginning. Also, we know they've been giving them lethal military aid on, and sidebars with cutouts. Because Blinken's, st- you know, threatening to go to the UN and show the uh, and show the intelligence, the uh, the Chinese throw out this twelve point program, and the next thing you know, Zelensky, who's Mister, I got to have every soldier out of every inch of territory, I have to have a trillion dollars of reparations, and I need uh, the, the United States has formally declared them war criminals; they need to go to the Hague and be tried as war criminals. The Chinese throw out some bogus twelve point plan, and next thing you know, Zelensky saying this afternoon. I want to meet with Xi, and I want to meet with him right away. Uh, this, this is just one more humiliation. In front of the Chinese, this shows you you're a tributary state. This is why they have no respect for us. And I know these gangsters better than anybody. That's why they've uh, – I'm the only first civilian in history to be fully sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party across the board because they know I'm their enemy, okay? And I know how to take them down working with Lao Baijing. Talk to me about everything Biden's done, including our nation's capital is festooned with Ukrainian flags up and down Constitution Avenue, for them to sit there at the first time that that uh, that uh, she and his team scratches him on the belly, he rolls over and wants a meeting, sir. Of
2: course, Steve. And by the way, this is a meeting that Zelensky is asking for with the Chinese. While our defense secretary, the American defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, saying, oh, you know, I keep calling the, the Chinese defense minister. He just won't pick up. And, oh, well, we'll just keep, try, keep calling. This is a disaster. It's an embarrassment. And it is another indication of just how terrible, how pathetic, how awful this lack of leadership, this void of leadership is. And what we have right now is an illegitimate, illegitimate president, illegitimate administration given the United States, and everybody knows it. And that's, how the, that's why they're disrespecting Joe Biden, disrespecting the defense secretary, disrespecting America. And Zelensky takes all our money, takes all our resources, and let's be honest, his boots on the ground, and he throws it right in our face and says, let me meet with Xi, maybe I'll get more. That is double dealing, but a double dealing that would have been expected by anybody with a half an understanding, half an understanding of world politics. But, hey, go back to Barack Obama. Never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. I don't want to get you, uh, get you fine here, Steve. But that's what it comes down to. Joe Biden is a disaster. His administration is a disaster. And they have perpetuated a war in, in Eastern Europe in a location that's led to two world wars. And now we're fast approaching a third. And only President Trump could solve it. And he would do it in 24 hours.
0: What is your take, since you know that neighborhood pretty well, what is your take on Zelensky lecturing the American people that don't support him about what's going to befall us if we don't get in line and start and continue to give him unlimited amount of money, unlimited amount of arms, sir?
2: It's a complete complete lack of self-understanding, a complete lack of self-awareness, but it is a total lack of awareness of Joe Biden, total lack of awareness of just how far he can push Biden, how far he can push the Democrats, and the fact that, that well, he, he senses that a good section of this country, to, and way too large in our estimation, is more obsessed with the Ukraine than they care about like, the United States of America. I mean, all those news of East Palestinians wanting to become Ukraine just so they can get some aid, they're not funny. They're sad because they're true. And they're a slap in the face to America. They're a slap in the face to our illegitimate, illegitimate president and legitimate administration. It's something has got to be done about it. Or all we can do is elect a new leader, and bring President Trump back to the White House as soon as possible.
0: Boris, uh, what is your social media? How do people follow you?
2: These information, and right now, it's coming fast, and it's coming furious. And here's what I'll say. President Trump is crushing all the polls, and why? Because the American people recognize they need his broad shoulders back as soon as possible. My information, the website is hot, boriscp.com right now. Sign up on boriscp.com, hot on, get it at Boris CP, on Twitter, boriscp. How social, Boris and the hottest demogram, Boris underscore website. Stay strong. God bless. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Actually, I'll talk to you on Sunday. Shabbat Shalom.
0: Boris, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Um, I want to go back to the, President Trump in East uh, Palestine was historic. And don't think that's the last time they're going to see him and the people around that region, because I think there's a lot going on, a lot of investigative work going on. We're going to get to the bottom of and hold EPA accountable, hold the Pennsylvania governor accountable, the uh, Ohio governor accountable. They're not going to throw the fire chief under the bus. They're not going to worm away. And we're also going to hire, uh, obviously, the scumbag chairman CEO of uh, of North- Norfolk Southern. That goes without saying. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to continue. A second hour is going to be just as much on fire as this. want everybody to go. By the way, the rave reviews we have from Inside the War Room on Pillow 2.0, we don't let the folks here. In fact, I was on Getter last night at 10.10 uh, at 10 or 10.30. Just did a quick hit with Grace Chong and, and the team and some people were on there, a couple thousand. And I was still in the room working on today's show because we keep the guys up here late putting it all together. Uh, You've got to get a MyPillow 2.0. This thing cools itself, right, with this advanced technology. Buy one, get one free, go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. You will not regret it. It will change your sleep. Sleep the sleep of the just on the products of MyPillow, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Okay, short break. We're going to be back. It's going to be even more lit in the next hour as we get to roll in, get ready to roll into a weekend. Another show tomorrow morning, obviously our Saturday show, and then tomorrow I'll be in Oklahoma City for the Lincoln Reagan dinner with the Oklahoma County GOP, 6 p.m. Make sure Captain Bannon, Grace, let's get all the information out for anybody in the general area. We want to see you. We'll be meeting and greeting. Short commercial break, second hour of the War Room, in just a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone